that'll do. Oh, we should have done something where it's like that. Like that'll do, pig. There's got to be some pun in there with doing it. That'll. Oh. That that's doing it, pig. You know what I mean, Charlotte's Web. Now that's Rick doing mashup. it, pig. Yeah. Now that's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. No, no. Uh, in fact, just take a little vacation, take a break, go somewhere nice. Uh, the rest of us will be here working hard. Yeah, don't worry about us. Yeah. This is your time. <laughs> this is your time away. Andrew and I, don't worry that Andrew and I are picking up your slack over here, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. All the people with one friend will be working hard over here. You, no, go have a good have a good time. Go have a good time. No, it's good. Friends. Oh, just interesting Interesting that you chose this time to take your vacation. No, I'm just, it's just kind of busy right now. Okay, no, it's cool. You know, just being real <laughs> <laughs> passive aggressive. Andrew and I being real passive aggressive about you. The vacation we made you go on because you have more than one friend. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. And you don't want to, you just don't want to lose one friend maybe and just come back. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All you people with one friend, it's time to rise and grind uh, here at the Hard yeah, Work Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grind culture, you know, uh, yep. fetishizing, uh, overworking, you know. That's that's one thing you can count on Andrew and I for on this podcast for hey, sure. Hey, you know what? Speaking of overworking, we're talking about a farm-themed game today, Pete, aren't we? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of work in this game, Andrew. We're talking, of course, about Agricola, all creatures big and small. Yes. So welcome all farmers who are listening as well, You because you do work hard. So, yeah. good job. Welcome, I would say welcome farmers only, you know what I mean? Just to, oh. just to slip in, just to oh. slip in an, a, an ad, you know, a subtle ad, a, uh, what do they call that, a, a subconscious uh, advertising there, we get some of that big money, get some of that social media money, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. But uh, but yeah, Andrew, uh, listen, mm. last episode we covered an Uwe Rosenberg game that yeah. was pretty junky in our opinion. It was very disappointing, yeah. Very disappointing. We sat down, we said, we gotta, we love Uwe too much to, to do him like that, to stay in that mindset for that long. So we said, let's sit down with another Uwe game that we're pretty sure that we're going to like and kind of cleanse our palate. So we yes. uh, we said, let's. it's time. It's time for Agricola, all creatures big and small. We got we, we to gotta redeem. This is the Rosenberg Redemption show. So uh, That's right. Yeah. So we're here to... Uh, RRS. <laughs> Right. The RRS feed, isn't that? Or that's RSS We don't, feed. well, I, hey, listen. Podcast. You tell me. You're the tech You're the tech mogul over here. You're the guy who saw The Matrix uh, five times. It's now RRS. <laughs> well, hold on. Now, Andrew, this is a game that I, I was pretty sure I was going to like because I happen to be, one of my favorite games ever is Agricola. So mm-hmm. when I found out that there was a two-player version of it, specifically two-player only, I was like, this has been on the list for a while and I've yes. been eyeing it up for a while. So I was like, we got to we got to have it be the right time. I think now's the right time after, you know, Robin of Loxley. Now's the right time to, exactly. to pull this one out. It is. It is. Hey, um but before we get too much into this, why don't we each sum this up in one sentence? One sentence explanations. Okay, uh, one sentence summary of this game then, huh? I'm going to say, Andrew, that Agricola All Creatures Big and Small is a game of keeping up with the Joneses if you and the Joneses were about as poor as you could be. (laughs) 
You oh, know what is... I mean? Yeah. Oh, I see. Keeping up. Oh, that's a good point. It is like keeping up with the Joneses. You're uh, trying... It kind of is because you're like yeah. looking over at your neighbor's farm and going, oh, well, he's got two cows now. Oh, I need a cow. I need a cow, too. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? You know, you're. But wow. it's not like like oftentimes keeping up with the Joneses is like, you know, they got a they got the newest fridge is what the, is what we use it as these days. You know what I right. mean? Uh, that that idiom we say like, oh, they got a, a uh, they have got a monster truck. We got to get a monster truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> but this is like literally like, oh, they got one cow. I also need one cow. Or like they right. built a fence. I also need to build a fence. This is like this is poor poor people version. You know right. what I mean? Because I of course you you start the game with one cottage and land and that's it so this right. is you start you know with dirt basically right well you start with dirt but i mean jokes on jokes on the other people because i mean eventually this land will be worth a lot somebody will want to build a, a condominium complex on there you, you'll be millionaires yeah. you know eventually yeah eventually yeah. uh you know h&m is gonna give you a bunch of money <laughs> for this <laughs> for this land andrew what's your one sentence summary oh of, yeah uh, this game <laughs> Agricola, All Creatures Big and Small is a game about raising exactly four creatures of medium size. Oh, yes. <laughs> good point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, it is neither all creatures nor are they particularly big or small, technically, no, I can think on the of grand scheme of things. I can think of lots of animals that are bigger and lots of animals that are smaller. They're all yeah, that's fairly true. medium size. I mean, you have sheep, well, p from small to big, I guess. Pigs, sheep? Which one's bigger, sheep or a pig, I guess? Uh, well, it depends on, well, it depends on the individual sheep and pig, I guess. Uh, I've seen some pretty darn big pigs in my life, you know, yeah. especially when I search huge pigs on Google.com. <laughs> Um, but, uh, generally, generally I think sheep are bigger than pigs, if that's the answer you're looking for. Okay. But, uh, oh, uh, imagine a really small sheep. That would be kind of cute. Yeah, um, now we're talking. Anyway. Pigs, sheep, cows, and horses, right? So those are your four, right. four creatures. Right. If you're, if you're familiar at all with a, a, the base game, like the original game Agricola, then you know that you basically are a farmer during, uh, right after the, the, the plague, I think, and you're rebuilding you know, society's returning to normal. Hey, I didn't even think about the fact that actually that's extremely apt for when we're recording this. Kind of. <laughs> but it, I think it is. I think I think it does take place after the bubonic plague. And like you're trying to get your life together, basically, and get your farm wow. specifically, like your plot of land together with your family and stuff like that. So it was like after after everybody got their vaccines. Uh, and yes. They, they all decided Andrew. to farm. OK, gotcha. Right. Well, after half of them got their vaccines and the other half was basically like, you know, uh, no, you know, William Gates, the first or whatever, <laughs> is trying to uh, inject me with a microchip. Oh. <laughs> and this was before they knew what a microchip was. What they what they meant by microchip was a very small uh, chip, which I is uh, oh, yeah. which in chip England is actually a French fry. Right. Well, maybe they just meant wood chip. You know, I think that might be the original or a wood chip. chip. Yeah. It could be either. Right. Well, the scholars are still debating whether they meant an extremely small microscopic French fry or a microscopic wood chip. But so uh, it's kind of so I guess the two camps on it. I guess the point is that half the people didn't get their vaccine, and so then society uh, went, you know, in the dumpster, and then they had to be subsistence yeah. farmers again. Okay, so that's going to happen. So this yes. is our future. This game is our future. This is our future, Andrew. I hope you, yeah, I hope you learned a lot from this game because, uh, yeah, this is going to be you and me living right next door to each other in the future. So yeah, <laughs> Every, everybody get get vaccinated out there, unless something happens yeah. in the next couple weeks before we air, let this air. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. that. I don't know about <laughs> age. Well, who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, who knows? Well, Andrew and I are definitely pro vaccine. That's one thing we'll say, just in general. Right so now, we like are definitely yes. in general. Oh, vaccines. Well, I'd say in general. I mean, oh no, no, yes, vaccine, you know, yes, I mean? yeah. oh, Mumps, very. Measles, rubella, you know what I mean? 
You're right. So Those are we're, time we're, tests. Very, very pro-vaccine. And, and pro-vaccine yeah. with this one as well at this point. Until 50, 50 years from now, somebody listening to this who has like an extra head is like, no, don't get Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're... <laughs> <laughs> They're in disgust kidding. right now. It is. I'm kidding, people. Yeah, but anyway, that so that's the original Agricola, and and in that one you do all sorts of stuff on a farm. You grow vegetables. You do uh, raise livestock. You I don't know build buildings. You blah blah blah. You like build tools and stuff like that. You go fishing, etc. But in this one, they zoomed in, and you're mainly you're just building buildings, building fences. Uh, into pastures and raising livestock. That's it. You're you're focused on the animals, baby. That's it. It's just just you're the animals. focused on all the creatures, big and small and or medium sized. And can will. I say, in my research for this game, uh, for the history of this, I I learned a fun term that I guess I had heard before, but uh, this game is focused on animal husbandry, which yeah. is uh, animal husbandry, raising animals. I didn't uh, realize that that was a term. I thought that was kind of kind of funny it was like i saw animal husbandry i was like oh i never heard of that before yeah it's kind of a euphemism for it i guess that they you know polite <laughs> society <laughs> made up but um instead of yeah i'm raising livestock uh so there's your right it's a little too crude I mean, right. that's a little x-rated i'm i'm raising <laughs> livestock people were like Ooh. <laughs> instead well and yeah except nowadays i think i feel like if you went to a party and said hey i'm really into animal husbandry people might uh be like Ooh. yeah why well yes it well it raises a good question which is to say why is it even gendered you know what i mean it's uh, <laughs> you know you up you know which is a very good point yeah anyway andrew so um in the in the original game agricola you could mm, produce children yourself as the farmers and then have more and more people to do actions this is a worker placement game so you have people who are in your crew who you can send out to do actions Right. But in this two-player version, Agricola, all creatures, big and small, you just have three workers, and that's it. It never gets more, and never gets less for the entire game. Right. There's only eight rounds. Once the eight, uh, you know, after eight rounds, that's it. And basically, uh, you win if you have uh, achieved enough to have the most points. Yes. And there's a whole system of scoring at the end where the certain number of animals are worth uh, a certain number of points and the more animals you have then the more it kind of goes up a little bit exponentially yep and then certain buildings give you bonus points if you have those and you, you put your resources into you know upgrading some buildings right certain things like that so there's a whole there's some math involved at the end and adding up your points right which i love baby i love when there's math at the end <laughs> i know you love that i'm, I'm not as big <laughs> not as big of a fan as you so i i just i <laughs> I enjoy watching you get a kick of the math at the end of this. So. Aw, that's nice. Well, yeah. I, I think I always will. <laughs> so that, that's that's it, really, Andrew, is you send your workers out on each round, and um, you go back and forth with the worker placement. The only way the starting player changes is if somebody chooses that action that includes yeah. ch you know taking the starting player token, basically. So otherwise, you just you place a worker, they place a worker. You place a worker, they place a worker. You cannot have two workers on the same spot. So that means once an action is taken for that round, no one else can take it. So, you know, you're vying for certain actions sometimes. There's ways that you can block each other that way, or or maybe you want to be the first player to get it because it's really valuable. And there is just a set number of actions. They, they never change. 
Um, yeah. Nothing like opens up, nothing closes off, nothing gets added on. You always have access to the same actions the entire game. And you just have to be smart about planning and deciding when it's time to take which actions, basically, to make your farm into the best spot. So for anybody who's... Because there might be people out there who have not played Agricola original out yeah, there. Or this probably one. Probably a it, lot, yeah. It, picture, it's just like a board and it's just some spaces on there that, that, that show or describe what that action is. Like I can put my worker on a space and I can get some animals or I can get a resource like some wood that I can use to build buildings or I can put it on a spot that says, okay, now you can build a building, you know, a certain building or now you can build some fences. It's just everything that you can do in the game. You have to put your worker on a spot. That's it. So there's a bunch of spots on there. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with the audience. I probably should have said this up top disclaimer. Pete said that Agricola is like one of his favorite games of all time. I have only ever played Agricola once uh, in my yeah. life. Pete, you were there at that. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was it was fine, I thought. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world. That's probably why I never went back to it. <laughs> and you'll find that Pete and I disagree a little bit on this genre of game. This game is still fun. I like yeah. it, but uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. So Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and that's, that's really it. This is a worker placement game. You send your workers out. They collect resources. You then turn those resources into things that can generate points for you. And like we said, the main source of points are the animals themselves. They're the main focus of the game because every single animal you have is worth a point. But there's bonus points if you hit certain tiers of numbers. You know what I mean? Like if you have five to six of them or seven to eight of, of a certain animal, etc. Some animals are technically more valuable than others in terms of bonus points. Like the horses, the more you have of those, are they're worth more than some of the other animals, etc. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be... Again, it's, it's a bunch of number crunching and math which I love. And in typical Uwe fashion, if you have neglected some animals, like we said, there's four different types of animals, uh, pigs, sheep, cattle, and horses. And if you have three or less of any of those animals, you do get negative three points. So you got to keep yeah. that in mind too. Now, honestly, oftentimes you will just take that for, for at least one type of animal. But otherwise, it's it's kind of promoting balance. So that's one thing you have to keep in mind, too. So it's it's really, it's spinning a lot of plates. Um, yeah, you got to diversify your animals, is what you're saying. For all exactly. You. <laughs> yep, exactly right. Like a, like a portfolio. This is the original yeah. stock stock portfolio. Oh, you know stock. I mean? Whoa, do you think that's where that comes? Livestock? Stock? Livestock portfolio. Uh, I don't know, but uh, uh, livestock portfolio. But anyway, I'm not a, uh, a I'm not a money guy. I'm not a finance bro. No, I mean, right. so I don't know if I don't know where the term I'm on the livestock stock portfolio came from. Livestock market. It's it's live. Anyway, <laughs> no. Uh, what one other thing about this that I I think is cool. And Pete, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is true for original Agricola too. But like, if nobody takes a certain action on a on one of the rounds. You're always putting um, some of the spaces. You're putting more resources on top of it, so it can build up to a big yeah. pile, like a big pile of sheep on one space. And then if somebody takes it after two or three rounds, it's like boom, you get all those sheep. Yeah, that's right. That is a that's a fairly common thing in in Uve's uh, worker placement games, where some of the tiles, actually a fair deal of them, that that generate resources get replenished at a certain amount every round, whether they're taken or not, so things can start to pile up. So then they become more valuable that way. That's part of the strategy, too, is to... You, you get kind of like a... a um, 
push your luck element in there too, yeah. where you're like, maybe I'm, I'm not going to take it this time. Cause I don't know if my opponent's going to take it. And then if I can get it next time, it's going to be worth even more. Yes. And I can spend my action this turn doing something else in the meantime. So you're kind of pushing your luck in that re- regards. It's the kind of stuff, you know, I got to stop now before I get all worked up. Cause that's that kind of stuff I could talk about for days. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, Andrew, I don't, I want you to talk for days about how this game came to be. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about the history of this game. Okay, I think I will. Uh, I don't know if I could talk for days about this. but Okay, uh, well, I'm going to need you to vamp for a few days here, Andrew. We're trying to <laughs> fill up our feed with uh, oh, you know, our RSS content. feed or whatever it's called. Yeah, okay. Uh, so anyway, this game, uh, Agricola, All Creatures Big and Small, came out in 2012. Um, and of course, as we said, uh, designed by Uwe Rosenberg. I think for the history of this, we could back up a little bit for the, the original Agricola came out in 20, 2007 in Germany, and then in 2008 in the United States, I think. And uh, Uwe says that this particular game, like he had designed one or two games before that, but Agricola is the game that kind of, you know, had, he had his big break with it changed his life. Put him on said. the map. Yeah. Yeah. He said it really changed his life. It, it, then he um, and it, he designed, you know, expansions and other versions, and this is one of those versions. Um, but he said that he discovered that Agricola is his favorite type of board game this worker placement and all, all the things we've just described that's his yeah. his uh so he's got agricola he's got this one he's got also have you seen this one it's like a cave um caverna uh yeah like, that's something we're gonna need to cover at some point too because yeah. i have not played that but i know people some people even prefer that one to this one and they can compare it a lot people go back and forth of which one of these two they prefer as a two-player game specifically so we uh, are we're gonna have to cover that yeah but it's like cave farming or something like that so it's it, yeah it, it takes place in a different time period i think but um so yeah. anyway he he just loves this this type of my point is that he loves this type of game and that he keeps coming back to it yeah, and uh, Feast for Feast for Odin is one of his most popular ones too, uh, which is a worker placement game in in the Viking world. Um, uh, no mention of Nefertafel in in the board game, but uh, oh, well but it's, it's Viking based, and uh, that <laughs> that one's one of my favorites too, honestly. For for when I have more acquaintances at the table, you know what I mean. He does. I think we talked about this on Patchwork, but he does have a ton of. It seems like a, a a large amount of Viking uh, themed games that he's designed. Ah, he's like really into Vikings. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I was reading several interviews with him about this, and he said that uh, of all purely two-player games, this one is his favorite. So, um, you know, I thought that was pretty, you know, come straight from the horse's mouth, if you will, from wow. <laughs> from the the uh, all cre- the, from the biggest creature's mouth. <laughs> no, he's always been a, p- a fan of pure two-player games, and so he decided after Agricola was such a big hit that he decided, all right, I'm just going to take uh, like one portion of that game and zoom in on it to create a a a two-player game because he'd always like you know enjoyed like chess and and things like that yeah he was hoping to bring new players to the world of agricola so i think that means people with one friend like us yeah (laughs) he did (laughs) i mean you can play you can play agricola with just two players you can Um, and some people prefer that one but uh we'll get into later why i think they they both have their own merits I, I think you can play agricola with just one person can't you there's a one person yeah i think that's true yeah Mm -hmm. but uh Maybe it's just people with one friend and who don't want to have any other friends. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Purists like us. Yeah, Andrew. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There's a reason we're covering this one. You know, right. Because we're, <laughs> right. we're keeping purists. it pure over That's here. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Everybody else is on vacation. 
he did a ton of play testing for this one, and as he does with most of his games, I think. And he said that of all his games that he's ever designed, he saw that the most people were most eager to replay this one. Like after six rounds, oh, people, people still wanted more. And I, mm-hmm. I could get that from this. I even I, who don't really like this type of game, this is probably my favorite type, my favorite worker placement game that I've played. I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. it's quick enough that you're like, all right, I think I can do better next time. Come on, I, I, I'm getting this. It now. is quick. Yeah, yeah, you can get right back into it. Yep, 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 yep. And he also made it luckless which was unlike the original Agricola. Is that true, Pete? Um, yeah, that's true. Well, the, the original Agricola has uh, cards, so you yeah. can get a hand of cards, and there is luck that inherent in that. And so this one, at least the base game, everyone has access to all the same stuff at all times, and you can see everything laid out at all right. times. There's no hidden information. Um, there is an expansion to this where, they, where you do, at the beginning, uh, randomly draw some tiles, some right. some more buildings to add to it. I guess there's a little bit of luck there, but again, everyone still everyone knows about them at the beginning. They're all face up. Everyone knows about them at the beginning of the game, so you all have the same access to them technically. So, right, no fake tiles like I always I always want to put into games where at the very end you realize, whoops, nope, you lost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Uve is not uh, you know on the same page with you there. Isn't that no? We're not on the same page. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, he made it a luckless game, uh, which he said was sort of a gamble, especially in the family game market, which I, this is technically a family game, <laughs> he says, because yeah. you don't see too many luckless games like that. But he said for two players that he said, you know, that's how he expects it to be for a two player game. It kind of reminds him of those classics um, like yep. chess, chess and checkers. So there are a few expansions, like you mentioned, with the new buildings, which a lot of people seem like it. They say it adds quite a bit to it, um, so yeah. we'll have to get up on that recently. But um, Uve, mm-hmm. yeah, Uve seems really pumped about the expansions. <laughs> it seems like that's like where he uh, he says this game gets really good. Yeah. So there is a, an app for iPhone, at least that I see, that's uh, about three dollars or so. So it's cheaper than mm-hmm. buying the real life version. So if you want to yeah. get in on it, but again, you have to play this live. You have to be sitting there playing it. You can't make a move and then walk away from it for for a day and come back. So True. I did True. not I did not spend the three dollars on it. <laughs> uh, prefer the regular game but uh there there it is that's the history of it it's 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 a home run for him i really i think it's um gotten nominated for a yep. bunch of awards and stuff like that so yeah it's yep. a good one building upon his success that he had with the original agricola you know what i mean yet another yep. entry in the series that was critically acclaimed so yeah well and it's funny because like Obviously, this is not quite as popular as Agricola, but it is. A lot of people say, "Hey, this is just as good." Or, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's basically the same thing. I mean, but yeah, um, yeah, it's very highly regarded. Speaking of which, Andrew, yeah. hey, let's review on this. Review on this. Now, listen to me. I was just about to go into my own review, but uh, when if. I think it'd be more fun if we listened to some strangers' reviews that that you found online, Pete. What do you say? That's right. I logged on, Andrew. And let's get right into some of these reviews and see who these people are who have been uh, talking about this game on the World Wide Web here, Andrew. This person gave it a 3 out of 10. They said, I'm not sure I get this game. I feel like that's some kind of betrayal of the board gamer's code or something. Hey, Andrew, what the heck is the board gamer's code exactly? You know what I mean? <laughs> what's, this guy, what's this guy talking about? Hey, here's what I think the board gamer's code is, right? You go... I solemnly promise to eat Doritos and uh, turn my kids onto a hobby that will ensure that they have trouble relating to their peers. I am a board gamer. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, <laughs> and then I, and then the and then the elder in your group goes, uh, yes, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> St- rise, you know what I mean. Right, rise and, get, and eat these cool ranch Doritos. You get like a little merit badge on your sash. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Now, this person gave it a four out of ten, and they said, "Not a bad game, but confirms my disinterest in Agricola." Now, Andrew, this game confirmed their disinterest in another game. If I'm reading that correctly, it just you know what I mean. It's like Boy. it's like there's. You know, it's like they say, I have no interest in hamburgers, but then I ate meatloaf and it confirmed that I definitely have no interest in hamburgers. It's like, okay, well, you know, yeah. I don't know if that's connected necessarily, but. Also, I don't know if you should be bringing up uh, hamburgers and meatloaf on this on this uh, cow themed uh, podcast here. I mean, there oh, could be some, Andrew, I hate there could be some cows you, listening. But, uh, yeah. Well, I hate to break it to you, but I do you know what's do you know um, what what animal husbandry often results in? <laughs> well. No, I'm just saying there could be some cows listening out there. I don't want to... Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm talking about Meatloaf the Singer. Know what I mean? Oh, okay. Phew. (laughs) Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10, and they said, lacks tension and interaction to my taste. Okay, Andrew, well, you know, you're not supposed to taste any of it, so (laughs) let's get get that clear, (laughs) you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, interesting idea, though. I can't think of a board game that really does incorporate tasting the board game itself, but, you know. There's room for growth there. You never know, Pete. You might be stranded on a desert island. You might have to eat part of this board game. (laughs) Well, hmm, foreshadowing, huh? Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll find out. We'll find out. Maybe at the end of this episode. Andrew, this one person says 6 out of 10. They said, I had fun with this, but the more I play it, the more I am bothered by the logic of it all. Enlarge your farm so you can breed more animals. Repeat several times. Imagine having two cats at home. One cat has a litter of kittens, but instead of putting the kittens up for adoption, you decide you need a bigger home? Hey, bud. (laughs) Hey, bud, it's not the game's fault that you don't understand the concept of livestock raising, you know what I mean? Of farming, you know? This guy's like baffled by it. He's like, uh, I I don't think this makes any sense. You're raising cows... And then you're just keeping those baby cows and letting them grow up. It's like, yeah, man, that's the, <laughs> yeah, you're you're describing raising livestock, my friend. Uh, that's funny too, because he compared it to cats. It's like I, you know, I yeah. have all these all these horses and cows and sheep as pets, and I, why would you have this many pets? You know, it's like, yeah, they're, right. They're, they're not pets, dude. Living a fairly sheltered life, maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Living inside like a PETA-sponsored uh, pod, you know what I mean? Never never knowing. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. They said, haven't played enough to say yet. Want to play again. Uh, okay, but Andrew, you agree with me, right? This person did say, you know? They said they <laughs> I haven't played enough to say yet. Well, you uh, just said. Know what I mean? This is a review. Once again, folks. Here we Andrew, go Andrew, say, say it with me. You don't yeah. have to write a review if you don't want to. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, this comes up like every episode. Like, people, yeah. please, you don't... <laughs> Don't write a yeah, review like, unless you've actually. I uh, haven't even game. haven't even laid a finger on this game. Uh, guess I'll give it a seven. I'll let you know later. What? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this person gave it a six out of ten. They said no making baby in this version. Hmm. Uh, All right, Andrew. I got one hand on the pervert alarm. You know what I mean? And the other hand is on the wholesome alarm because I don't know if they're trying to say like babies are cute or whatever, or if they're, uh, or right. if they're deviant. You know what I mean? Talking about making love or whatever. But well, I got I got both hands primed and ready to go. I guess there was nothing else to this review. So I oh, that was the whole review. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a good review. Uh, very thorough. Yeah. I would say that um, no making baby. 
No making baby in this one. I would say that um, they must be referring to human baby because right. you you do make animal baby in this one. Uh, so, That's right. You do yeah. make you do you do make Muppet Baby in this one too. Right. If you're playing if you're if you're playing uh, Andrew and I's variant of it, you know where it's all Muppet Babies. Andrew, this person gave it a seven out of ten. They said it works very well as a lunch game. Fits on the table at Chipotle and plays quick. Okay, Andrew. This <laughs> this person I'm picturing is just emailing game companies asking for like their Chipotle comparison. You know what I mean? Just being like, <laughs> right. Hi, really interested in this game. Just wondering, you know. How much would you know? How much room would be left on a typical Chipotle table if I'm going to play this one? <laughs> right, and and remember, their burritos are pretty big, so just yeah. Think about yeah, how much for reference, I do get a bowl, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> and a drink, you know. <laughs> the workers at Chipotle love this person, by the way. Yeah, That's... absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Stays for three hours playing a board board game, and yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're they're overworked and sweating, and they're like, <laughs> "Get this guy out of here." Played Axis and Allies at Chipotle. Got thrown yeah. out. <laughs> got thrown out after after 20 hours uh, writing a horrible review. <laughs> Andrew, <clears throat> this person gave it a 7 out of 10, and they said, I like this more than my husband, I'm sure, because it's just my style of little two-player resource management game. Mm, okay, oh, well, you oh don't boy. have to tell the whole world that you like the game more than you like your husband. You know, <laughs> you can... <laughs> yeah, I, that, I knew that's where you were going. I don't think that's what uh, this person meant here. I think that they meant. Oh, really? Uh, I think they meant that uh, they like the game more than their husband likes the game. They they probably that was a bit ambiguous. I guess they should have spelled it. Out, well, you could go either way. That's what uh, I'm you're right. It you could go I mean? either way. I think maybe they maybe you're clarify, right. So, maybe you're right. You know, yeah. This could just be like a they're letting it out. You know, <laughs> on a game on a board game form. Yeah. No, I get it. Andrew, this person gave it a 7 out of 10, and they said, Nice two-player game. We've come close to running out of room from all of the animals mating. Hmm. I don't know, Andrew. To me, this kind of sounds like a fetish, right? I'm not trying to <laughs> yuck their young, but this is their this is a very specific review, and they mention right. a very specific phenomenon. You know what I mean? And and I do have to stress that this is a general public forum. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if almost running out of room because of animals mating gets you this excited there is for sure a forum out there specifically for you but it's not the general board game forum you know what i mean there like, we go there's <laughs> hey. the there's the animal husbandry i was waiting for there okay. talking about husbandry baby you know what i mean andrew this person gave it a seven out of ten they said one thing is sure kids love all these small wooden animeeples but i wonder why do they smell nasty Cheap, no. <laughs> nitro, cheap nitrocellulose lacquers? Duh. Okay, <laughs> okay. But might I posit, Andrew, another yeah. guess as to well that why they smell nasty? Oh. And I'm going to reference something you said earlier in your review because you pointed out that your kids love these little animeeples. Yeah. And, Andrew, you got to back this up for me. If kids love something, they're sticking them in every sauce available in the <laughs> kitchen. Yep. They're putting them in every hole that exists in their head, their nose, right. their mouth, their ears, their eyes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I think I think we kind of pinpointed why they smell nasty. You know what yes. I mean? Because your kids like them. That's why. Right. Exactly. Confirmed. Confirmed. Andrew, this last one, the person gave it an 8 out of 10, and they said just, it, it, okay, it's a, it's a word and a uh, symbol. Okay. And it, the review is gaming, colon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. So I don't know what they're trying to say here. I'm j I don't know if they just started the review and then stopped uh. after, you know, they were about to list something 
Or maybe, maybe this is their way, way of saying, now this is gaming. You know what I mean? Kind of like right. Anakin saying, now this is pod racing. You ding, ding, I mean? ding. There it is. Oh, you <laughs> love that line, by the way. Now this now is pod this racing. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> now this is gaming. Now this is now animal this husbandry. Is, now this is animal husbandry. Just watching a sheep uh, mount another sheep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, hey, Andrew. Yes. Am I hearing a knock on your door right now? <laughs> or are you making Why? popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> making pop? No, is that your dog barking? No, this is all inside jokes Pete and I are saying right now. Um, it's not. It's Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. That's right. It's time for Dr. Fraser Crane, uh, where we welcome in Dr. Fraser Crane. Go ahead, Dr. Crane. Sit right here and then help us count down the top 10 phrases that you'd hear somebody say while playing the game Agricola, all creatures big and small. Number 10. Oh, yeah, that, that's just my house cow. Yeah, she has a litter box in the corner. Number nine. Nice shed. I mean, I built a pizza hut, so now I always have buttery crusted pizza, but you seem like you got a lot of space for tools in there and whatnot. Number eight. No, actually, I don't need a, to build a fence to hold those pigs um, because I, I believe in free-range animals. Okay, it's a house rule that we have here. Number seven. Can you go splash cold water on the cows? We don't have room for another one of them right now. Number six. Hey, this pigsty is a pigsty! Number five. As a proud conservative, I refuse to raise sheep on my farm. Only free thinkers. And I have lost every single game so far. Number four. Okay, so I got the three resources. Reed, wood, stone. All I need now are the three little pigs. <laughs> no, I, re I really mean it. Otherwise, I'm going to lose three victory points at the end. So I need them. Number three. Yeah, well, my dog's humping while we play the game does give me one extra point. Sorry. Number two. Man, that was a great game. I can't wait to play the sequel. Agricola, all creatures big and small, pig in the city. Number one. I started with a little cottage and some land, and now I've realized my dream of owning a place where a bunch of animals can get real nasty all the time. Chess break. Yeah, it's time. It is time for a chess break here. Um, so we're going to take a break from this game of Agricola, All Creatures Big and Small, and we're going to play chess. It, but right. it's not it's not just any chess game. It's our ongoing chess game that we've been playing for mm -hmm. what seems like years now. But uh, Yep. Different game, same amount of luck. Know what I mean? Both these right. games. That is true. Yeah. As as Uve designed it. Andrew, I'm gonna pray to God that it's your move because that's what I have written down here. <laughs> oh boy, I hope so because I didn't check. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> okay, sure it's good. pretty sure it's my yeah, move. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, okay. I don't have a move currently, so you might as well take yours. <laughs> All right. Cool. Free move. Um, no. All right, uh, here's my move here in our ongoing game of chess. I am going to move my pawn and take your pawn on the C5 square. Pawn to C5. Taking your pawn. Come yep. on. Some pawn on pawn action here. And uh -oh. uh, your pawn. <laughs> pawn husbandry. Uh... <laughs> Some pawn husbandry. And uh, your, your pawn is gone. So uh, pawn, oh, your pawn is gone. And uh, I'd love for you to retaliate, but. Uh, okay. You can't. You can't. No, nope, oh. you can't. What? We got to get back to this game here of a okay. club, big and small, or whatever it's called. Well, you're lucky. I do want to do that, you know, no. or else I'd be very angry. Good, good, good. Um, if you want to check out all of our chess moves, just go ahead and check out uh, our Tumblr. 
so you can play that game podcast.tumblr.com but for now we're gonna get right back into this and and you know what i would say andrew is take it slow because i don't want to direct too much traffic to the uh, <laughs> you know to the chess break ver- par- portion of our website that shows every move we take on this chess game you know what i mean i <laughs> If we get too many millions of people checking it out at the same time, I think the server is going to crash. So, <laughs> This is true, people, all right? I, it, I know I said that, so people are just like feverishly typing that address into their search bar. But Yeah, um, if, you're, if you're listening to this right when this episode comes out and right when this portion of the, the episode, you know, hits your ears and you immediately go to the website, there's going to be too many of you going to it all right. at the same time. So yes. give it maybe an hour or something like that. Stagger it, if you will. Yeah, Text please. your friends. Tell All them, right. hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna visit the chess portion of their website at 1 p.m. You do right. it at 2 p.m. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So we'll say for all of our millions of listeners out there, if your last name ends in yes. a a through d, please go at <laughs> 1 p.m. to <laughs> go. Yeah, you have you have between 1 p.m. and 2:30 p.m. I will give you an hour and a half to check out that portion of the website. <laughs> this is harder than scheduling people to get their vaccines. I mean, we gotta we gotta get on. I think we should get FEMA involved in this. For That's sure. right. We do. Joe Biden. Right. Joe Biden better step in, or else I'm not voting for him again. Know what I mean? Go go to fema.com slash to play that game podcast and <laughs> yes check out our chess moves <laughs> well andrew speaking of driving in millions of people traffic wise i think it's time that we do that for this game with a little bit of market research market research Ooh, after this segment of market research, the traffic t- to the board game stores to buy this game is just going to be nuts, too. So yeah. uh, stagger yourselves there. Yeah. Thank us later, local board game shops. You know what I mean? Yeah, when everybody right. comes in going, we got to have what Pete and Andrew say we should have. <laughs> how are we going to make this game appeal to the masses and, and sell? So we got to sell more of these things. So how are we going to yeah. do that? I'm, I'm going to say, first off, my first idea that popped right into my head with which each copy of the game give everybody a free pig one of those little miniature pigs i think yeah. people will love that the teacup pigs or whatever yeah uh-huh and pigs i've heard pigs are great pets honestly they are proven to be extremely intelligent you know kind of like dogs and everything like that very affectionate so yeah. i've always i've always heard that pigs are a good pet i think they kind of eat a lot and are kind of sloppy but other than that they are uh they have a good reputation for being very very good pets well, they are very smart. In fact, I think that, you know, not to not to compare, but I think that on the hierarchy they are even smarter than dogs, which uh now that I'm True. saying now that I'm saying that, um I'm thinking it's extremely messed up that we eat the pigs instead of the dog. And we, welcome and we, to my world. And welcome to my world, Andrew. Absolutely, but we're also dude. Also, well, at least in the United States, we are repulsed by the idea of eating a dog. In fact, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's it's probably illegal. So, uh Wow. I know, man. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, we can talk off mic if you want to, because it'd probably be too depressing to talk on mic about <laughs> it. But yeah, I've got a lot of thoughts on the issue. <laughs> I Anyway, bacon, Andrew, yes, bacon. I think that's, a, I think that's a, a good idea and also a terrible idea. I think it's a good idea because uh, I think people would love the value. I think it's a yes. bad idea because then I think you would you would end up with a lot of people giving their pigs up for adoption and then oh. have bad well, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like it's like everybody getting a Dalmatian after 101 Dalmatians or whatever and then it and then Right. They, well they then Bob Barker rid, will have to them after a month. Bob Barker will have to be like uh get your get your pig spayed and neutered at the end of every episode of uh, or Drew Carey. Oh my gosh, Bob Barker RIP. But uh yeah. Wait, who which who was it really? Drew <laughs> Bob Barker used to say that at the end of 
Price is Right. Get your pet spayed and neutered. Really? Yeah, every single episode. <laughs> I mean, he's right, but I didn't know that was part of that. That's funny. Oh, yeah. It's like kind of famous, actually. He's probably, yeah. Uh, he, he says, no, I mean, no. that's good. You know, good for him. And that's great. Drew, Drew Carey still says that at the end of every episode. Uh, really? Uh, that's the last thing they say, yeah. I like this. I never knew that. That's a cool piece of trivia. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I never stayed for the end of Price is Right. I've seen <laughs> so many episodes of Price is Right, but I've never actually seen them well, all the way through. Right. As you're, soon as... You're, so you're you're telling me you're staying for the after credit scene, you know what I mean, where... Uh, <laughs> the stinger, yeah. Nick Fury comes out and right. Samuel L. Jackson pops out and he's like... Hey, he finds a, you know... <laughs> he's finds like, an you... unspayed pig and he's like, I need you to come down to the clinic. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he says, uh, you won the showcase, you won the car, the new car, and the, and the, um, dinette set, and uh, I'm putting together a team. <laughs> yeah. Have to be spayed and neutered, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, I'm down. I think, well, no, I'm not down. We shouldn't do this, but okay. it isn't, if I, if I'm a capitalist, uh, pig, hey. Oh, there you go. And you know what I mean? And that's even maybe given capitalists too much credit no i mean because as we know pigs are extremely intelligent no just kidding. andrew that is a money maker you're right well i don't Here's know how ex- i don't know how expensive those pigs are actually i probably should have looked that up. we might be losing money on this deal, i mean but... it's free to it's free to get down and dirty you know what i mean uh so, well yeah good point i don't know what the laws you know? are in raising uh this is a true fact uh i don't know if they want me telling the story my my uh dad always told the story like on our Growing up, our house uh, on the deed, it said, because like, it's like an older house. So on the deed, it actually says like, the owner of this residence shall not own any offensive businesses such as a piggery. And I, I always like, oh, what? That was, <laughs> yeah, like they, you weren't allowed to own, you know, pigs basically in this uh, Weird. This town. Yeah, but it said, use the word piggery. Any offensive businesses yeah. such as a piggery. Interesting. Now I kind of want to make sure that your parents start raising pigs. No, no, no. Is that... <laughs> well, it's no, it's on the deed. You can't, you can't do it. At least not in that. Yeah. Time. Legally. It's a, it's a, it's a binding contract, huh? They would have to give it up. Hmm. Yeah. Which is so funny because, the house, the pig? Uh, because famously like way back in the day, um, that the town where I grew up is pretty close to a town that like famously had t- tons of pig farms. So that's why. So we're looking yeah. back in history, and they were literally, it was like a Hatfield and McCoy's kind of thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, wow. oh my gosh. And that, now I'm giving away, now I'm like doxing my, my hometown. But they, yeah. the, like the hometown where I grew up it. used to be part of that, that township where all those pig farms were. And then they, they like broke away and became their own independent town. And okay. So they, they probably so were this, like, no pig farms in our town. Yeah. Right. This was a subset of people that hated pigs so yes. much that they literally formed a new town to, to not be associated with it. I had never really thought it through that much until just now, but that's probably why I said that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We should we should make a documentary based if on this yeah. for Netflix. Speaking of which, what an awesome segue, Andrew. My market <laughs> research is you got to make a Tiger King version of this game, what? Andrew. Oh, man. Good yeah. idea. Talk about animal husbandry. You know, tigers and uh, whatever else that guy had on his, uh, his ranch. You know what I mean? And in his petting zoo or whatever. Listen, Andrew, we got one last chance to make money on this intellectual property. We're going to forget about this before too long. So now's the time. You got to strike while the iron is still at least a little lukewarm. You know what I mean? Right. It's still fresh in our heads. And it's it, it's kind of it's been long enough at this point that they're probably kind of desperate for contracts. You know what I mean? So we could probably get a contract to make this game pretty cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love it. Um, you just need to find some some 
colorful characters, you know, to be in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your workers could all be the different characters in the show, I guess, is how you would do it. Um, but, I mean, got, they need to know, be... A bunch of guys who have been attacked, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. They need to be, say, some, uh, you know, some wild people is all I'm saying. I, that's right. Maybe, it, and actually, maybe I'm just realizing maybe it becomes an asymmetric game because maybe one side is the Carol Baskin side and the other side is <laughs> Tiger King's side, you know what I mean? You have different goals, maybe. Interesting. This is an interesting thing. But, meanwhile, both sides are essentially bad <laughs> you know what i mean and they're <laughs> right both, yes they're that's... both they're both kind of like using and uh commodifying animals basically in a, in a <laughs> way and so this is andrew i'm gonna admit this is also a depressing game um so <laughs> but like i said earlier with your well, you know um insistence that we flood the world with pigs that they don't want this is market research and money's money but, baby you know we, we're putting on our our capitalist hat and we're just uh, we're making money off of suffering here but but not really though pete i'm going to talk you back from that a little bit because this game is takes place in historical it's like a historical time right so there, it's not like industrial farms where the, you know the, these these animals have plenty of room to roam and uh, these people well, actually... but in the Tiger King version, it's going to be oh. a- absolutely industrial. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, sorry, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Okay, so, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that's a great idea. I just think that um, one more suggestion is we need to change the name of the game because, okay. at least in America, you know, I know this was obviously made in Europe, so maybe, you know, but in America, we're obviously, we need everything extreme. So I think we could call this one Agricola Meat Lovers Edition. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> Yep. Uh, I think that'll sell more. So. Agricola Supreme, meat lovers. Yeah, Supreme. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's not delivery. It's Well, Agricola. no, wait. Supreme, w- no, you're right. You're right. Wait, Supreme is the wrong terminology because that would be Agricola where you raise like green peppers too or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, you're but right. There's, this one is strictly meat lovers. You're right. It's just this pepperoni just... and ground beef and yeah, all that good sausage stuff, and so. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think that'll just fly off that you could you know sell it at the big box stores the walmarts the targets people people love it oh speaking of uh speaking of pizza i think i might have a pizza uh that just arrived hold on dunk 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 those are the sound of my uh shoes uh oh actually it's uh this is not pizza at all it's another package oh another copy of the game now i got two copies of the game andrew well then it's it's probably time that we do uh the segment two copies not furious two copies not furious. See, that's good. You're you're in control of your emotions. You're not furious that you have two copies of the game. So I'm not. It's it's fine. We're just gonna figure out something else that we can do with this extra copy. What are we gonna do with this extra copy of the game? Yeah. What are you thinking, Andrew? Well, I and I probably should have brought this up earlier. One of my pet peeves of this game is that it's too quick. The eight rounds. I feel like I know. I'm sorry. The, did you say? Did you say one of your pet pigs in this game? My one of my pet pigs in this game. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. One of my pet pigs. <laughs> is that it's too quick. Eight rounds seems like not enough. I know that you have pushed back on me on that and said, no, that's the point, is that you got to manage your... That's the point, baby. It's It's an economy of turns. Economy of turns, that's the term, right? But uh, no, I don't like that aspect of the game. (laughs) I I don't care if that's the point of the game. I don't like it. So I'm going to just use this extra copy. I'm going to house rolls it. 
I'm going to combine both copies. Uh, wow. Now you have double the items, and we can do 16 rounds instead, and now it's a really great game. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so now this has turned into a bad game at that point. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Typical laissez-faire, you know, economy here from Andrew, just letting everything go. I like a little more leisure time on my farm. Sorry, I don't like, I don't like to be rushed into... Uh... I mean, at that point, you're just kind of... Actually, I don't mind this, Andrew. It, it, it has ceased to be a game, and it has... And and instead of competing against each other, you just both have farms and access to everything, and you just kind of go about it at your own pace. I kind of like that. It's it's an Animal Crossing, you know, version of this game, basically. There you go. You're, you're meant to go at your own pace and just slow it down. I can yeah. actually enjoy that. That's yeah. that's a nice way to do it. Here's what I'm thinking, Andrew. You're gonna have a ton of more animeeples. You know what I mean? Love it. Why don't we just add animals to other games at that point? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe maybe I'm adding mean. animals to Stratego on the battlefield. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like your your oh. army runs into a flock of sheep or something like that. You got to figure out your way through that. You know what I mean? Oh, you know? Mike. This might be the best idea right? you've had on this show. I love this I idea. know, man. It, and then how about this? Maybe the cows are banthas on a Star Wars <laughs> miniature game, huh? You know what oh. I mean? Suddenly you got to work on like a bantha herd coming through. You know what All I mean? right. All right. How about Android Netrunner? Now you got a pet pig you have to feed. You know what I mean? As you're, <laughs> as you're, as you're hacking, you know. Maybe the pig can hack in and run the net. That might Maybe be cool. if you train your, if you spend time training that pig to be a hacker, you know what I mean? Put on some VR goggles or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's you a know? smart pig, you know. Maybe That's Andrew, maybe maybe we just pig. make Robin of Loxley a better game. You know what I mean? Uh, By immediately <laughs> ad adding anything else to that game. You know, any other elements to that game. So suddenly, That's... somehow, there's there's you know, you're raising horses or something like that as well. You know, you got a stable or something like that. Literally anything you can think of to do with those animals would make that game better. As That's we know. That's what he was missing. That's what he was missing with that game. That's... Yeah. That's what he was missing. Anything else? Yeah, you're right. Well, the horses you could you could do like a jousting element with two horses yeah. somehow. I'm not sure. Oh how, yeah. But, you know, and something. if you raise your horses the right way, then there'll be better horses for the jousting, and you get an advantage. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> love it. I love it. How about some other games that are already in our our you know top list, Andrew? That 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 could use these animals like Targi. Now you got animals in there too. That's a cool well, that's, idea, right? Yeah, that's horses a good... and cows and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm not uh, sure how sheep, many. You know. Not sure how many pigs hang out in the desert, but uh, yeah, the other well, the, you know. the others might work. Give it time, you know what I mean. <laughs> the Catan card game, Raptor. Think about that. Think about how, oh. how your, the Raptors are eating sheep at the same time. You know what I mean? And the, oh, it's just like Jurassic Park. It's like uh, what happened to the what like happened to the goat? The goat. The goat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Skolkalo, you know what I mean? You're also raising livestock, you know what I mean? And and maybe oh. you're as the guardian, you know, you're you're destroying all the the town's livestock, and that hurts them. You know, they can't feed their people and stuff like that. You could just yada, yada, yada. step on the sheep and stuff like that. I love it. Yep, 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 yep. So anyway, that's what I'm doing with another copy of the game. I think that would work well. Wow, this is um, any game can instantly be improved with animeeples, is what you're saying? That's right. That's what we're learning. Love it. Man, I got those animeeples on the mind, Andrew. It's kind of making me, uh, kind of making me hungry. I think we're, I'm also hungry. I think we're a couple of hungry, hungry hosts. Hungry, hungry hosts. Yeah, that's right. We are two hungry hosts of this show, and so we're gonna say that uh, in this segment we are starving on a desert island. All, all we have with us is this game. So, what part of the game are we going to be eating first? <laughs> Sorry. This is our new segment. We're really scraping the bottom of the. 
This is, this is our new segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, hey, listen. It's, we're scraping the bottom of the peanut butter jar over That's here. Right. And hitting, hitting gold is what you're it's saying. It's delicious. Andrew. It's delicious. <laughs> well, Andrew, I'm a vegetarian, okay? So uh, okay. Um, maybe at first I'm going to avoid the animal meatballs. You know what I mean? I'm going to be like, okay. Eh, okay, I'm not going to really, you know, chomp on the cow necessarily or whatever, or the, the horse or whatever. Maybe I'll eat the reeds first. I don't know. I don't I don't actually know. There aren't any vegetables in this version, you know, uh, unlike the original Agricola. So right. the reeds are probably pretty tough to digest reeds, especially since it's in this game a, a wooden hey. tile. But anyway... <laughs> Maybe I'm eating the player tokens because they kind of look like candy, you know, something like that. I but see. then, yeah. you know, eventually I'm probably going to start to get desperate. So I'm probably going to start popping some cows and some sheep. You know what I mean? Right. Um, again, they are made of wood. So I, it's I'm already a little bit crazy by this point. You know, I'm starving. What am I right. going to do? You know? No, I see. But then I, I bet it, I bet the next step is I'm starving, so I start to have hallucinations, and mm-hmm. I probably like picture the animals talking to me. You know what I mean? I feel guilty about eating them. That's how I think it's going to go. And and then I'll, at that point, I'm probably just going to suck on the game board over time. You know what I mean? Because I right. feel bad about eating the animals, and the only thing I have left is a one big cardboard you know forest or whatever farm. Right. Well, see, I assumed in this scenario we're both on the desert island starving. Is that true? Oh. Um, so we're starting together. So here's what I was thinking. I was thinking at first, like, hey, maybe I should go for the pigs first because I do enjoy bacon. You know, it's a, it's a magical thing. But uh, maybe the cows, you know, I like, I like beef. But no, my first thing that I'm going to eat is the, uh, is the game board because it's the biggest part. And, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to starve here, Pete. So let's be practical. Wow. Okay. So in this in this scenario, we're kind of drafting what we're going to eat here. And you you get the first pick and you take the thing that has the most mass to it. Yeah. I mean, if I'm starving, Smart. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the biggest thing that's potentially digestible. Although, oh man, I should have. You know what? I should have gone with the box. You can have the box. You'll probably that'll be. Yeah, that was a mistake on your part. I kind of more got calories. The, the, I got the sleeper hit in the draft, which is the box. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. People, it had it had ankle troubles in college, so people were kind of, you know, <laughs> turns out, turns out strong ankles. You know what I mean? Yes, probably the most <laughs> most most calories are probably located in the box of this one. So good job. <laughs> um, hello, is that laser pointed at us, Andrew, or uh, am I wrong about that? Wait, hold on, don't pull that trigger, uh, ch- random stranger. Whoops, <laughs> I, yo, babe, I'm shrunk. Yo, babe, I'm shrunk. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that laser Pete was just describing was from a terrible science experiment gone wrong, a la Rick Moranis's uh, filmography. So now we are a quarter inch high, but we still got to play this game of all creatures big and small. So yeah, speaking of small, we are small. How are we going to be able to finish our game of yeah. Agricola big and small? What do you think? Right. At this point, truly, these creatures are big to us. You know what I mean? Yes. They're almost, I, I was going to say life-size, but I think they're probably even bigger than life-size. If you go At by. this point, they're probably bigger than life-size right. based on uh, the film Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Right. So speaking, speaking of that film, I'm going to take a page out of those kids' book, and I'm going to enlist an army of ants to do my farm work. Because in that movie, I don't know if you remember, you can actually ride on the ant, and it can carry things. It's like a beast of burden. It's, it's like a farm animal. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm but I'm basically gonna be farming ants at this point, and they're gonna be moving pieces around and putting things where I want them to put things. And so now we're playing. Now we're playing Sim Ant. You ever play Sim Ant? You ever play that game? For it was an old I know, PC no, game? I never have. 
It was, uh, in fact, they had Sim Farm as well. That was before Farmville was a thing. Hmm. So yeah, so now Maybe. you can tell I'm now you can tell I'm really old because I've played uh, Farmville and Sim Farm. Uh, yeah, I think the entire the audience has completely doxed you at this point because not yeah. only do they know the town that you live in and the neighboring town, they also know how old you are based on your <laughs> Sim Sim Ant and Sim Farm playing, and they have We're, you down right. to probably about five people. You know there was I mean? there was Sim Tower. This is all before The Sims was a thing. Sim Tower, that was my favorite. Yeah, uh, that was uh, a good one. Uh oh, stop naming Sim. You know, games or uh, <laughs> they're gonna be able to they're gonna be able to look up your play history. You know what I mean? No, you can play. By the way, this is like something I've been digging. Is there's a oh man, I don't know the address. I have it in my bookmarks. It's like a it's it's like a website where you can play like literally every single DOS game that there was for free online. Really? Yeah. Wow. These are, these are all well, on there. Listeners, since you already know exactly uh, where Andrew lives now, probably, and, and basically his social security number and everything like that, you might as well just hack into his computer and look in his bookmarks, and you can just find the website there. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andrew, here's my idea. We're tiny at this point, and while we're waiting for our families to find us, let's get ripped. You know what I mean? Because now this game's going to be kind of like a CrossFit type, uh, obstacle course type game now, okay? Because in this version of the game, when we're tiny, the game ends when someone reaches eight actions, but there's no limit to which actions to take, even if somebody's already taking it. So it's kind of like a race to the finish, you know what I mean? But you got to do the action. So somebody might, instead of like the turns going back and forth or whatever, Whoever does eight actions first, it's over. So even if the other person only did two actions, you know what I mean? So you got to run and uh, grab the sheep meeple and carry it back if that's the action you choose to do. You know what I mean? Buildings Uh are worth a ton because you have to actually build them. You know? Wow. So that's that's how I envision it. So so you might go like, well, I'm just going to end the game super fast because I'm just going to go, you know, uh, take two stone, run back, take two stone, run back or whatever, or taking one sheep and run back, take one sheep and run back. But meanwhile, maybe I'm working on a building that's worth a ton of points and I only right. take the I only take two actions, but it's they're worth a lot and I still win. You know what I mean? So you got to balance it out that way. So you're house ruling this thing. Uh, oh, absolutely. Quite a bit then. OK, so that makes me think. And at just, my size, it's, it might as well be called dollhouse ruling. Know what I mean? We could just make a life-size version. We don't even need to get shrunk for this. We could just make a life-size version. Let's all let's go buy a couple acres yeah. of land, uh, neighboring acres, yep. acreages of land, and um, yep. let's start so, playing it in real life. Okay, good. We're gonna yeah. be homesteaders, uh, people. So no more internet for us. So this is uh, unfortunately our last episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta start saving money. So we gotta cut out internet. Know what I mean? Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we just got to make sure that when we buy this land, the deed does not say specifically like, you know, you can't participate <laughs> in rude activities like house ruling, uh, game, right. or making life-size board games or something like that. Cause then we'll, right. <laughs> right. Then we'll be out of luck. We should have our, we'll have our lawyers take a look at it. But it does say piggeries encouraged. <laughs> that would be great. Andrew, we've reached that point in the podcast where I've got, uh, one question and then followed by one more question after that. But the first question is, two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Okay, great question. Great question. 
Don't you love that when people say people are being interviewed and they say, "Hey, it's a great question." That's they're just stalling because they don't know how to answer the just question. Just stalling. Um, yeah. How sure are you that two people should play this game? We're going to give this game a rating from zero to one hundred percent, and how much we liked it, basically. So, uh, if you don't mind, yeah. Pete, I'll I'll take a stab at this one first yeah, here. Sure. Um, I as I've said earlier i like the game i think it's fun it's just this type of game is not my cup of tea necessarily uh i think that there are just a few too many choices <clears throat> i know that pete you love choices in games uh <laughs> but i just i don't necessarily like too many choices in a game i get a little paralyzed by that and i just feel like for a game night i wanted to move along a little quicker and i i want to i wanted to just be like fun i don't want too much dead dead airspace you know what i'm saying so yeah. um i just fi- feel like there's too many choices so i'll just choose one that i think is okay and then later i'll realize oh actually i should have done that and so it's just yeah it's too much of a headache for me and like i said also there's just not enough rounds i did not like the eight only eight rounds thing uh i know that that's kind of the point of it maybe this is why i didn't really care for it not that i didn't like it uh agricola but it's just not like it's fun but it's like mm, it's not your thing there are other games that I'd rather play. I'd rather play something with some dice in it, to be honest with you. So um, I am going to, that all being said, I'm going to give it a pretty high score. I'm going to give it 77%. Uh, definitely, right. I would recommend it, but might not be for everybody. Right. I, th- I think you I think you had told me, you were like, this is a good game. Like You're like, right. I can realize that this is a good game. It's just not for me. Exactly. Which is, I feel like, how um, a lot of people should be about Star Wars movies, but that's a whole different topic. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Andrew, my turn, baby. I okay. love this game. Let's, let's get right down to it. And let me take you on the journey that I had with this game, because Can't knowing wait. almost nothing about it, you know, I was super excited to play it. Like I said earlier, um, I love Uwe. And specifically, I love Agricola, so I was sure that I'd love this one. And then I read the instructions before we played, and I was like, oh, this is maybe just going to be like too similar to Agricola. Like, the mechanic is basically the same. Right. And it's going to be just like playing just one part of it, you know, just the animal part of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's probably just going to leave me wanting to play Agricola. Like, I'm, I, I actually got kind of down. I was like, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll like this, but I'll probably end up just saying like, I don't get why this exists kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a watered-down version. Yeah. But then we played it, and I was pleasantly surprised to find that I do not feel that way. I very much feel (laughs) like it is its own game, and it's a very good game at that. And then, Andrew, let me tell you about what happened next, which was uh, after we were done playing. Andrew, you don't know this because this is (laughs) we're talking about it for the first time since we've done. I found myself thinking about it the next day. Oh. To the point where I looked up the app, Andrew. Oh, you! Did. I looked it up, just like you, just like you, just like you did, you know. Yes. And then I ultimately said, "No, I'm not going to download this." You know what I mean? Just like you did. Yeah. And then the next morning, Andrew, the first thing I did was download the app, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> oh I did pay the four dollars. You know. What oh I mean, for the wow. App, you know, um, and of course I didn't buy the extension. Oh wait, and then the next day I bought the extensions for it, Andrew. <laughs> that were three bucks. Okay. So that's that's what you need to know is that I this I like wow. this game, Andrew. It you were holding out on me. I uh, held out to the end to let you know that I did 
put money down on this game, Andrew. I just, I felt the need. I felt the, the, the drive. Here's why, Andrew. I'll try to do it quick for you. So, yes, the pair, I think the options, the options are much less than they are in the base game of Agricola. So I know it seems like even still too much for you, but it, for a lot of people, it seems actually well, kind of like a small amount of options to take. Well, and right? I was going to, I was going to say that I think, because again, I only played Agricola once in my life, but I think that yeah. I like, I think that I probably like this one better because I remember that because one just being overwhelming. There was less. Yes. Yep. I remember that one being overwhelming. Yep. And this one is more like, okay, I, I'm just raising animals. At least that's kind of a singular focus. So I, I like right. that. Yeah. Right. And I think that what that does is that it it really does make this game the epitome of the idiom knife fight in a telephone booth. Oh, there we go. Be, which which I hit which I have read in the reviews for other games before. For some reason I didn't read it really in the reviews for this one. I actually think this one, you know, really is that to a, hmm. to a T because it really does seem like every move you make is important and every move your opponent makes is important and when you decide to do something they can't do it for that round and it just goes back and forth like that to the point where it's um i don't know it's it's really it what you do really does directly influence the other person basically because you only have so many options to choose from if if there is four stone that has built up on a space and you happen to take it before the other player can, they're going to go, that's huge that you just took that. I can't believe yeah. I missed that. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yes. So it yeah. really, it, it's it's a close fight all the way. And if you slip up, you know what I mean? You're going to get stabbed in the telephone booth, basically. You know right. I mean? So, um, right. and I, and personally, I love that. Um, so I think it's very tight, which makes it different, I think, than, than Agricola and like Feast for Odin and stuff like that, which are two very expansive games. And you can really kind of concentrate on one path and figure out a lot of different ways to get to the end, basically. Whereas this one, um, some people think it's what makes the game not good, is that there's too few choices or whatever. But I really think that, that, that like I said, that's on purpose, I think, from Uve, is that there are so few choices, you really have to prioritize which one you're going to go with. And yeah. th- that might be a mistake if you prioritize the wrong thing. So Right. And like we mentioned before, it is very quick compared to those other games that we've been mentioning. It's like half an hour at the most, basically, right. to get through a game of this. So if you choose a certain thing and then you realize that you messed up and you're like, man, I it all it was all because I didn't take the two sheep and one pig that one time. That would have changed everything or whatever. You can just decide to go right back into it. You'd be like, can we just yeah. set this up again? I want to go through it again and, and work out you know, this problem in my head. You know what I mean? I, I, this time I think I know what I want to do. You know what I mean? But this time that you play your opponent might do something a little bit different. You might go, ah, that changes my whole plan now. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that, I think, I think I brought that up earlier as Uwe noticed that, is that uh, people want to sit down and replay this one. And I got that feeling too, even though it wasn't necessarily for me, I still was like, oh, I see how I could have done better. And like, all right, let's do it again, you know? Uh, so it, yep. d- the replayability is high on this one. You do want to kind of, you're like, oh, I just want, I, if I just did that, I could, I could do it a little bit better. Let me show yep. you. I could, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. And I, and, I, and I, that's what I did. That's what I think of when I play the game. And I think that's great. Personally, I, that, that is really my jam. You know what I mean? And, and, right. and the way, the way that I would describe that because, and, and people have described it like this before is it's kind of puzzle like in that way there uh, it almost seems like there is a solution to right. every game that you play you know what i mean based on the, what your opponent does you're like well okay my best counter to that mathematically would be this you know what i mean or right. or now now that now oh, that geez. i've done this amount of these certain actions there is a mathematically highest score i can get with what i have done up to this point 
You know what I mean? And right. I have to real and I have to real quickly kind of figure out what that would be, or at least you know guess what that would be, and hope that I'm I'm guessing right. And that. I love. I think that's one thing that I, that has stuck out to me after reviewing all these games is that the thing I like most, uh, one thing that really, you know, gets me excited about a game is if it's almost puzzle like. So yeah, I, I, you saying that it makes me think that our our mutual acquaintance who's been on the show before, uh, Dave, uh, who was on about Guess Who, talking about game oh, yeah. theory, Dave uh, D'Alessandro. Mm-hmm. I know he. I know he's listening to this right now, and I know he's simultaneously downloading the app and he's going to get super good at it so watch out yes uh, yeah because that, yeah he's like oh a two-player version i can directly crush somebody you know one-on-one <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and you can dave you absolutely can that's the thing is that this one like i said even more than the than the you know base uh original agricola you can every move you make can result in you crushing somebody if you if you know i mean you can continue to calculate the best move over and over again if if you're able to you know what i mean so it's really a tug tug of war almost is one way of putting it too because it's like oh i just got three points and it's like well but i but then you left this other action open and if i do that then i'm gonna maybe work on four points and it's like oh dang well now i gotta get some more points back on my side you know what i mean so right yeah andrew i'm gonna give it a 96 percent sure that two people should play this game that is officially my highest score andrew that i've given it yeah wow 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 that was a long way of getting to that 96 but wow look looking at the leaderboard that is your highest score ever okay so let's let's jump in and look at this leaderboard here leaderboard okay so your highest rated game ever agricola all creatures big and small but does that mean it's going to be our highest game ever rated well uh let's see we got to average out your 96 with my 77 and that's going to give us an average of 86.5 percent sure that two people should play this so close to being in our top five andrew but it is one point behind targi uh (laughs) which you gave a 96 to i'm seeing and you um, gave but a I gave a seventy nine to because I'm oh. the nice one of us two. You know I mean, and you're the mean one, you know. And so, <laughs> kind of reverse Targi to this one. Uh, now this mm-hmm. is getting me thinking. This is getting me thinking because I love Targi. That is, uh, like I said, I think yeah. that's probably my my favorite game that we. And this is your favorite game, assuming I'm assuming. Uh, well, t- Targi, you know, has has the luck factor in and that you reveal, you keep replacing the cards that you take, and something new is turned over, uh, a shuffled deck of cards like then results in new actions that get flipped up so you don't yes. know everything from the start you know what i mean that's, so I, I would assume that's what really you know helped get you over the edge you're bringing it back to me now the the feeling that you get in targi of when you need something and you're like okay well if this one if if, if dates comes up on this one and then boom it flips mm-hmm. up yes there it is i'm gonna grab it boom like yes. I love i love that and there's none of that in yep. this agricola game so right right and i like that okay you know what i mean but i prefer yeah. this so yeah wow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow Interesting. wow wow and it is only a half point above stratego oh. Oh. which is one that i love you know what i mean i guess you don't mind on this one but your beloved stratego is getting bumped further and further mind. further and further down the list here with targi yeah. and agricola popping up there in the in the top oh. top games that's okay i'm i'm proud of them all you know what i mean they're all my children you know what i mean <laughs> But you know what? If you add the animeeples to Stratego, that's yeah. number one. That's number one on the list. Yeah, now, so. then that's number one with a bullet. Yeah, sorry. Yes. That's going to be 100% <laughs> between but, the two of us average, average score. 
that's kind of got an asterisk. It's kind of like, yeah, Barry Bonds has the most home runs, but come on, does he really? Yeah. Like, you know, he was... Stratego Cola, we'll call it, is a, <laughs> is a board game on steroids, clearly. Exactly, answer. right. Yeah. Barry Bonds... And- <laughs> Babe Ruth did it on beer and hot dogs. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, um, that brings me to the final question that I have for you tonight. Uh, are we cool? Are we cool? Okay, we're going to find out. Are we cool? Are we still friends? How much did our friendship go up or down after playing this game? What do you th- I think... Even though this game's not for me, I loved seeing how much joy you got out of it. And it's <laughs> it was still fun. Uh, a little too much quiet thinking in this one for me, but I think we're mm-hmm. still cool. I'm going to give us a plus one on the friendship meter. Um, Heck yeah, Andrew. I'm going to give it a plus four, of course, which will bring us to Whoa. A, a lovely plus five to our friendship. So, boy, that feels good, huh? Wow, I guess you had more friendship victory points than I did. See, I didn't have enough. Uh, I didn't have enough sheep, so yeah. I had a minus three on my friend, friendship victory. Friend husbandry between me and Andrew. <laughs> know what I mean? Is what I was working on. <laughs> friend husbandry. I think that's a perfect note to end this one on, Pete. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Now we do want you to tune in next time, folks. Oh, absolutely. You get another friend. Oh, that's right. Uh, in which case, you should tune into the podcast called The Threes Stand Alone. That's right. That's a podcast about three-player board games where they're obsessed with the Farmer in the Dell song. You know what I mean, Andrew? Where they go, the cheese stands alone. The right. cheese stands alone. It's a, it's a threes in this one. Yeah, right. Yeah. They, but they honestly, they don't even really integrate it that well into the yeah. into the show. I, I have no yeah, idea Yeah, you're why. right why they went there yeah i mean it's kind of like they rushed the naming of their podcast or something like that you know what i mean it's, <laughs> i yeah i mean it's really weird it's did almost, you know i didn't know andrew that the that uh child you know uh, i don't know what you'd call it a nursery song no yeah well the childhood song or whatever there's a there's a game that's associated with it I, which i never i think i just only ever heard the song but oh like yeah supposedly like kids stand around and they like pair off or whatever and they go like the you know the farmer, the farmer takes a wife yeah. takes a wife yeah yeah and stuff like that and the then, wife and then the take... cheese stands alone is the last kid who uh, is like the odd one out doesn't doesn't get paired up or something like that Right, who doesn't get picked? Well, it's one person picks somebody to be the wife, and then the wife picks somebody else from the group to be the dog, and then the cat, right. and the mouse. And then, so it's basically like picking, t- it's like the least popular kid in the class is the cheese, and then you yeah. all dance around in a circle or something. Yeah, I think I it actually seems, played that back in the day. Yeah, it seems mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's why That's why you're known as uh, Andrew the Cheese Miller, know what I mean? <laughs> to everyone who went to school with you. Well, now everybody knows where, okay. Thanks a lot, That's a, yeah, complete doxing complete. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Andrew C. Miller, and everybody knows. Andrew C. Miller. Andrew Cheese. You got any cheese? Hey, call me. We already did that. We already Yeah, we already did You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?